Welcome to the Sports The Show. I'm DJ Pat Nasty, and I'm here with Malcolm Marzette. And we will have Tiny joining us here in a few minutes. Uh, we've got a lot on tap today on the show, specifically talking about the NFL offseason. As more moves have happened, uh, it's been a very active offseason so far, both in free agency and the trade market, especially in the quarterback position as we see another quarterback domino fall into place for the AFC. Matt Ryan leaving the Atlanta Falcons after being there for his whole career, going to the Indianapolis Colts in a trade that only got the Atlanta Falcons a 2022 third round draft pick which in my opinion is an absolute disgraceful trade uh, for a quarterback that still has some talent left. Matt Ryan's not at the peak of his career. That was in the mid-2010s where he did win an MVP award and took Falcons to a Super Bowl. And I have not been one of his big advocates uh, for the last couple of years, just because I've seen the decline uh, that he has shown at the quarterback position. And there have been some opportunities to get a better replacement at the position. What ended up happening to kind of initiate this trade was Matt Ryan's contract coming up had to be renegotiated and he needed to be resigned. And instead of that, uh, the Falcons and he came to the decision that he wanted to be traded due to the Falcons going after Deshaun Watson as hard as they did, ending up being one of two teams at the time people thought he was going to go to either the Atlanta Falcons or the New Orleans Saints. Enter the 11th hour, the Cleveland Browns come in, pick up Deshaun Watson, and the rest is history. But in Atlanta, during that time period, you see the Falcons really with egg on their face, no contingency plan. If this fails and you are left with your franchise quarterback, the best player to ever play for the Atlanta Falcons in terms of consistency, longevity, and production. He leads the team in games played, I believe. He leads the team in completions. He leads the team in passing attempts, interceptions, touchdowns, quarterback wins, everything. I mean, he played for 14 seasons for Atlanta and gave everything he could for the team. And I feel like he was done wrong in terms of how he was pushed aside for a quarterback who may still face uh, some level of suspension from the league that has not been determined yet. And the fact that you think Deshaun Watson would have been the long term an uh, answer for the franchise when I think this franchise can't really take a risk on getting a questionable player with Deshaun Watson. Like I said in the last show, being the creepy man, uh, I stole that from Bimani Jones. Don't worry, I give credit where credit's due. But you have a reputation issue already in Atlanta. Why would you want to add to that by getting someone embroiled in a sexual assault, sexual misconduct, and just sexual deviancy issue swarming all around him, civil suits still pending. So, you know, nothing's been acquitted. Nothing's been filed in terms of a legal issue at this point uh, besides the two counts, or rather, excuse me, the two cases that were thrown out of court. But you still have 22 civil cases against this man and a lot of very disturbing allegations in terms of the stories of these women and just you know, it's it's a very sticky and very icky situation for a team to take on. Cleveland, whatever they had going on, and we'll talk about the other quarterback in that situation later on, but they felt that they could endure this. And they took Deshaun Watson, and Deshaun Watson felt that that was the best place to go. New Orleans 
who's the other team involved in this situation, they're going back with Jameis Winston, it looks like. So you're the odd team out in the whole equation, you know, if you're Atlanta. But Malcolm, I want to get your thoughts on this. I've, you know, I, I thought you did a little bit mild. I mean, you're, you're forgetting it. But um, I, I, I want to just remind you the the disrespect to Matt Ryan. It goes back about a couple of years just within the organization. He heard, obviously, when they passed on fields, the fields talk. But you brought that up. They brought in they brought in a tight end and yeah. they tried to go look the other way. But Matt Ryan's not dumb. He heard the he heard the chirp. Then you you, 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 you slipped. They got Mariota. That's when it really got crazy. It's like, wait, wait a minute. What are you doing? Yes. When you also <laughs> now have, here's the cherry on top, and then I want to throw it back to you. Yeah. Now I'm hearing rumors they're talking to Kaepernick too. Well, I want Colin Kaepernick to get back in the league, but I've heard this team's talking to Kaepernick. That team's talking to Kaepernick. How does forever. that make you feel? This specific, but, but let's stay with I the mean, Atlanta. How does it make Atlanta? Oh, with Matt Ryan, it's like He's I like, said in my take. It's a level of disrespect for his tenure as a all as the all-time franchise quarterback mm. to just go after another quarterback as brazenly and they obviously I am speculating on what happened but from what we can see in what has been reported it looks like it wasn't you know an amicable breakup it was something that happened where you're left with a 40 million dollar dead cap hit Right. Which is the most bad business. It's it's the most in Atlanta Falcons history. And it's the most we've seen for a team in the last seven years, I believe. But when I saw it, that he got traded, I wasn't surprised he got traded. I was surprised that you only get a third round pick. That just seems like you're trying to dump him off on whoever you can get him off on. Uh, You know, we've. Talked about the Carson Witts trade from Philadelphia to Indianapolis, certainly. And we've also talked about him getting traded from Indianapolis to Washington. And I I thought more quarterbacks would want to go to Indianapolis. I thought they were set for success. When you have a running back that rushes for 1,500 yards, that makes things real easy for you. And to me, Matt Ryan should flourish, really flourish in Indianapolis. He's got two running backs, an amazing offensive line, um, and a pretty solid defense, of course, we love Leonard SC State. We always shout him out every time. So um, it's sad to see him go. It's sad mm-hmm. that Atlanta got left with the bag, literally holding mm-hmm. the bag. Um, I guess they look forward to Mariota. If they want to potentially go out for Baker, they can. But well, I'm, honestly, if they take the next three years seriously, they can rebuild. Well, they need right to position. rebuild and go for a Bryce Young or potentially the Arch Manning or right, whatever. Right, right. Let's you shoot know. six years. Six years down the line, Arch Manning. But we're setting up for that. You've got Carson Wentz in his trade, like I was saying, you know, just in comparing the trades. And I mean, look, Carson Wentz hasn't been in the league nearly as long as Matt Ryan by any means. And not as consistent either. No, not as consistent. He had one of the worst drop offs in the history of football in terms of QBR and quarterback play in his uh, 2020 season with the Eagles. It was terrible. It only took Matt Folds to get him the rings. We know. And you see the Colts trade away first round picks to the Eagles for him initially, which was mind boggling at the time. I think for a lot of people in the, you know, some people had the idea that his body type and his size would be great for that offense. And in some plays or games, rather, excuse me, he did play well and he had great games. But he had some miserable performances, including the final game of the season against a Jacksonville team that no one had just dominating that game, let alone winning it, you know. But you see the Colts 
trading him to the Washington Commanders along with a 2022 second round pick. And they're receiving the Washington Commanders 2022 second round pick. So, you know, getting a further higher pick in the draft and also getting a 2022 third round pick and a 2023 third round pick that could escalate to a second rounder if Wentz plays 70% of the snaps this year for Washington, which if there's just not some massive implosion or injury, he will. I mean, that's two third round picks, one this year, one next year, and... That third round pick next year is most likely a second round pick. So we could reasonably say the Colts got two second round picks off of Carson Wentz when the Atlanta Falcons got a third round pick for Matt Ryan. For Matt Ryan. It's it's really just mind boggling to me. And again, I think Matt Ryan should have been gone out of Atlanta two years ago, even potentially earlier than that, if they wanted to, you know, make a move when the decline started. And like I said earlier in the show, uh, we've got Tiny with us now. Uh, Tiny, we've been talking about Matt Ryan here uh, for the first bit of the show. I have expounded a bit on why I think it has was such a, you know, in my opinion, a bad move by Atlanta kind of shafting him for uh, Deshaun Watson at first in terms of a Deshaun Watson having the situation he has around him right now, uh, not knowing if there's going to be a suspension involved and also just the fact that, you know, with the situation he has around him, Atlanta's not the best organization to go to right now in terms of, you know, housing controversy. They've had some notorious history history with that but you also have the fact that in that pursuit of Deshaun Watson the Falcons seem to have not communicated with Matt Ryan and he was kind of left out in the lurch in all of this and that's why you don't see a contract renegotiation and they kind of both agree to move on but it seems more so that it was put in play by the Falcons organization first without any consent from Matt Ryan. And I think he really wasn't let into what was happening. Otherwise, you wouldn't have the the breakup they did where you don't get anything in return and you get a $40 million cap hit and dead cap uh, due to yeah. the point that he was traded. So I wanted to get your thoughts on the situation, though, and how you feel about uh, the Colts and Matt Ryan moving forward and how you feel about the Falcons and their uh, rebuild potential as well and yeah and, and you made you made some good points there i think it was one of those inevitable moves and if you look at look at it just on the surface it's kind of almost nice of them to give him a chance to go to a contender uh in a very tough afc mind you but the colts have got some talent they had the best running back in the league last year uh but to your point maybe they didn't go about it right especially the return they got and kind of what where they ended up um and i think Besides all that, since you covered it pretty uh, thoroughly, uh, it does signal the it's the ultimate rebuild signal um, to, you know, let go of your quarterback that's been part of the franchise for so long and took you to a Super Bowl. Uh, They're obviously going to take a few years, but uh, they've proven they can build through the draft before and hopefully they do it again. But it's definitely going to be a while. Uh, But I I do kind of like the organization. I think they have the potential to attract some players down the line once they clear you know, even more cap and who knows what. And they got to trade. Well, they're going to trade Ridley, but it's just when can you and what's going to be the market? Yeah. So a lot of questions. I'd kind of write this year off for them um, in a division that they were, uh, you know, obviously probably not going to win even with Matt Ryan. So, so, you know, always pulling for them going forward. And as far as Indianapolis goes, I think Matt Ryan fits 
fits there pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, <laughs> it seems like his kind of, kind of system, a lot of his great success was when they had those dual threat running backs and, you know, some, some decent receivers to throw too, but he's just, I think he's going to try to turn it on in a new place, uh, for maybe a few more years and try to fight through that AFC South, which is mm-hmm. if you're in the AFC South, honestly, probably the best way to try to make the playoffs is, is through that direction. Uh, but yeah. Um, I'm sure you guys covered it a lot, but that's kind of my take. I think he, he might have a resurgence if he stays healthy and he'll at least get another run at the playoffs in my opinion. Yeah. And Malcolm, I think, uh, we were talking about that as well. How, you know, Indianapolis is a good fit for him right now. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Matt Ryan moving forward. But another big deal in the AFC, you see a surprise for all of us. I don't know if it was a surprise in Kansas City, I'm going to be interested to see, uh, you know, what information comes about or comes out about what led to this. But the Chiefs trading six-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins for five draft picks, a 2022 first-round pick, uh, which is the 29th pick in the draft, a second-round pick, which is the 50th pick in the draft, a fourth-round pick, plus a fourth and sixth-round pick in the 2023 draft. Uh, It's going to be very interesting to see what positions the Chiefs kind of bolster up with those picks. But I think what was what is the the real focus on this is Hill and what he can do in Miami alongside Jalen Waddle with Tua Tagovailoa at quarterback. And it's also, you know, necessary to mention that the Dolphins have signed him for a four year, $120 million contract, making him with 72 million guaranteed, also $52.5 million signing bonus, making him the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history, uh, which is just a week after Devontae Adams was the highest paid wide receiver in history. So big off season for wide receivers in the NFL, especially in the AFC. But I really want to get you guys' take on both ends of this trade. Really, my question about Miami is to either of you guys, and I'll start with you, Malcolm, do either of you guys have faith in the Dolphins to produce with a once-in-a-lifetime talent at wide receiver in Tyreek Hill and an amazing talent in Jalen Waddell with a division as stacked as, you know, the one they're in with a Patriots team looking stronger and stronger by the signing and a Bills team that I personally think is at the top of the AFC in general. And then on the other end with the Chiefs, do you think that this draft capital is going to give them enough talent potentially to put around Patrick Mahomes to replicate what they were doing two years ago versus what ended up happening last year uh, through the playoffs and through parts of the regular season. Uh, Let's start with you, Malcolm. I really think they'll be talented, but I'm just not sure the coaching ability will be up to snuff. Usually I lean a little bit more towards New England and that Mm -hmm. um, division. But Buffalo also is the standard where it is right now. They're the newest hot team. I, I just don't see them taking off Buffalo, especially mm-hmm. with them picking up Von Miller. It's just like um, they're going to be good on fantasy if you want those two players for sure, the receivers. But I was utterly shocked that Kansas City would give away their greatest weapon. Um, but that's neither here nor there. He, he apparently wanted to get paid and Kansas City didn't have enough money to go around. So mm-hmm. he so, was out the door. So who would you think, who do you think is going to come up as the quote unquote winner in this trade i think miami will ultimately okay uh, Tyreek hill is one of those i think he's one of those top five receivers um if you compare him with the right quarterback within the right system it's been proven already so, okay do you um, think Tua could sad. be that quarterback it's yet to be determined i don't <laughs> I, I don't think so i used to but not anymore uh, i i think yet to be determined is a good is a good place yeah. to be with Tua because <laughs> it is kind of an incomplete 
uh, right. grade on him right season. now. So I like that. I like it's that like a question position, mark. though, Malcolm. Uh, Tiny, same to you. Uh, one, how do you feel about the move for both teams involved? And two, who do you think comes out on top inevitably in this massive trade? So I think, and this might be kind of a hot take, maybe not, but because to lose an electric player like Tyreek, uh, some people said it makes it doesn't make them scary anymore. Mm-hmm. But to, to pile on all those draft picks, and then if we turn to salary type things, like you can't have, you pretty much can't have a max quarterback. And it's a, a hard cap. Like it's a hard cap. Especially, it's not a flexible cap. And aside from maybe the Rams this year, you see a lot of teams have success with having those cornerstones on offense and defense. Obviously, a great coach. And then winning with young talent. Mm-hmm. So I think what the Chiefs went for was Mahomes is good enough that, you know, you sign maybe late veterans like Juju um, for a little cheaper and then kind of yep. build through the draft, which uh, they're great at. And with a guy like Andy Reid, he knows exactly who he wants for a system. They still so have I Kelsey. <laughs> and they still have Kelsey. So, yeah, like I said, I mean, you can't pay, you know, three top guys at their position usually. So I think they're pretty smart about it. Mm-hmm. And as far as and I think they'll be great for a long time. And I think that was kind of their plan is, you know, like if we have this student homes, a, a generational talent, let's make sure we don't kind of go too all in too early um, after, you know, already winning one and pretty much being there every year. I think they've been in the AFC championship for the last yeah. four years. That's and an incredible I mean, run. The, one of the greatest games we've ever seen against the Bills you mentioned as well. Uh, as far as Miami goes, I think they kind of came at it as a different on a, from a different angle as a team that hasn't really made it, mm-hmm. uh, who's gotten better every year. But I think they wanted to add some star power, get the city excited, give to us someone that he can really just look to and hopefully develop a relationship with. I'm not saying necessarily they're all in on Tua uh, yeah. per se, but I think a lot of a lot of young quarterbacks, you know, third and fourth year, um, that's really telling whether they're mm-hmm. gonna have the chops going forward. So at mm-hmm. least now you you give him a guy that can take a little pressure off him, uh, run some more jet sweeps, you know. Uh, yeah, so I think I think Kansas City won because. Miami now is going to have to do exactly what I said as well, but also lost a lot of draft picks for the potential to do that. You know, they're going to have to use their salary very, very clever in a very clever way. And, um, but I think, you know, that city, uh, they were, they were a storied franchise for so long. So I think one of their main goals was to bring some more excitement and bring, you know, the fastest guy in the league on the team and hopefully be able to contend with the Patriots and the Bills and and kind of turn the franchise back into a, a winning team for a long time. But if yeah. I had to choose, I think the Chiefs won uh, just as far as long term, because I don't think Miami's going to immediately get to that point. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think in the end, pretty fair trade. Uh, Tyreek Hill, super explosive, uh, big time player to hopefully bring Miami closer to what they used to be, you know, before we were even born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's been, you know, 30, 40 years almost since the relevancy of the Dolphins really was, you know, even a thing. But uh, real quick, before uh, we move to our final topic, I want to get from both you guys, uh, starting with you, Tiny. Do you think that the Chiefs were comfortable in making this move and potentially seeing how brutal the division's going to be this year for all the teams involved that maybe they draft and kind of grow some new talent to really come at it full force, potentially maybe next year when everyone has their feet under them and this kind of, you know, uh, extreme, you know, cosmic shifts in the conference inside their division uh, stop happening probably next year. I think they kind of had it in their back of their mind the whole time. Um, and then more recently, I think they became comfortable once they saw what Devontae got and knowing that Tyreek was going to be super expensive mm-hmm. and and just leaning on Mahomes and Kelsey probably as, as that connection as the two cornerstones of the offense. Tyreek, I mean, he's great. He's unbelievable, actually. But, you know, I think they're 
they have enough playmakers uh, otherwise. And I think they kind of hedge their bets mm-hmm. that of course, you know, they love Tyreek. Um, but Andy Reed has proven in the past that he can get it done yeah. with not necessarily superstars. And I think the organization in general, you know, people talk shit. They talk shit when he dr- they draft him at home. So they were like, what are you doing? Exactly. And, you know, look, look what happened, you know? So, yeah. so I think, I think they were comfortable with it. It, it was kind of sad maybe to say goodbye to a guy that's just been so electrifying and really took a lot of pressure off the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. But I trust them personally to continue to be a contender in yeah. uh, one of the most stacked you know conferences i've seen in a while but can't wait to can't wait to watch it but in in the end i think yeah i think they were comfortable with it yeah or else they wouldn't have done it yeah no it, it exactly i think that you know this wasn't something that just sprung out of nowhere you know this this was something that they saw potentially happening but malcolm same question to you do you think that the chiefs just saw the division strength this year and maybe looked at the team they had said, okay, we need to add some more young talent on this team. Let's move an asset and strengthen ourselves up for the future. Maybe we don't get it this year, but maybe we get it the next three years in a row or get there the next three years in a the row. There being, of course, the Super Bowl. I mean, it does make sense to add depth. However, I think about winning it. They were there basically this year mm-hmm. and they could have been there next year. However, I don't think they just had enough money you know they paid Mahomes half a billion yeah so it's not enough literally enough money for someone like Tyreek Hill they paid Travis Kelsey a sizable deal offer but what what Tyreek Hill is worth isn't isn't what Kansas City can afford right now yeah so they doubled down added depth and then now they can just build around Mahomes strengthen the offensive line and and all of that, all the things Mm -hmm. that they need for the next 10 years. So it does make sense. However, I just think one that kind of once in a generation type talent and speed, I think that's what Tyreek Hill has. And so I just don't I don't like messing with chemistry too, too much. I would rather mm-hmm. keep him no matter what, no matter what. What can we do to restructure? Who can we restructure in order to keep those that big three together? Yeah. With Mahomes, Kelsey and Hill. But they didn't. Yeah. So they squandered yeah. it in Miami. And now there will be another quarterback that's looking at Miami saying, hmm, that'd be a nice place to go. But maybe. Yeah, it's an interesting move nonetheless, but we'll we'll see how all of it plays out. We're still a good ways away from the season, and uh, we've still got plenty of basketball between now and then <laughs> before kickoff of the NFL season. But I'm sure we're going to continue to see free agent moves as we have seen. We haven't even gotten into you know deeper aspects of especially the AFC free agent market where you see the Bengals. Uh, uh, you know, trying to bolster their offensive line, which is uh, the only move to make in that situation. You know, you need to get you need to get Joe some help. Uh, We still got Baker floating out there. We don't know where he's going. We've got a lot of questions still yet to be answered and a lot of things to discuss further in the offseason. It's been one of the wildest offseasons I can remember personally. Oh, it really has. Yeah. In college yeah. basketball, the March is getting more mad by the second. Uh, we've had some big upsets. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, one being Gonzaga. If you haven't watched uh, by now, uh, I'm sure you've seen a replay since we are recording the night it happened. And this will be uploaded and sent out to the world the next day. So but before we go, uh, I do want to touch on one sad passing uh, that we had last week with John Clayton, longtime NFL analyst, writer, and reporter uh, for ESPN, uh, is where we mostly know him. He also has done a lot of work in newspaper and radio, but uh, through, I think, all three of our teenage and early adult life, you know, John Clayton was very prevalent in the NFL season. Most famously with he and Sean Salisbury, uh, always going at it on SportsCenter morning, you know, takes. uh, I'd watch it before going to high school and even in college. I I remember uh, before Sean Salisbury left first, 
Uh, I think that was in the late 2000s. And then in the 2010s, uh, John Clayton was laid off in 2017. But they had the four down segment. And then most famous, the This Is Sports Center commercial with John Clayton, where legendary he is doing a little segment piece. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend watching it on YouTube and goes it from is suit rips off the little top layer he had like a little ascot basically of a suit and has a slayer shirt and a wonderful wonderful ponytail that he lets out and then yells at his mom that he's done with this <laughs> segment so uh he it was one of the best one of the best this oh, is sports great. center commercials Genius. but uh it's very sad to see him pass uh you know he he really was a great uh espn personality and you know just a a you know i won't say a huge part of my life but he was a big part of my nfl watching in espn and just kind of my ethos of the nfl reporting world in terms of you know this guy i know he's going to give me the real good shit you know the sign Scientist. Yeah. It was always the scientist and the quarterback with <clears throat> Clayton and Salisbury. I always loved that. But uh, yeah. Tiny, I wanted to get your thoughts on John Clayton and then Malcolm. I want to get yours as well. Yeah. So, and it's not throwing any shade uh, at him. He kind of beat the odds. Um, when yeah. You, when you think about the stereotypical face you see on ESPN, you know. He was a guy that really dedicated his life to the craft. Um, he covered locally Seattle for years. I think he might have more or less started in Pittsburgh, but yeah, you know, he he, he came up in the old school uh, and mm -hmm. did a lot of you know radio and newspaper and to fight so hard and to be so good at his job that he got onto ESPN mm -hmm. as maybe not, you know, the, the typical face you might see is really impressive. And it's just because he was so intelligent. He was so informative and also in the moment, very witty and, and, and did kind of go toe to toe with Salisbury. Like you said, it was in the end, it was pretty genius. Whoever was the producer of that show that brought him on. Cause it was kind yeah. of the, the classic jock verse, you know, more nerd type yeah. dichotomy, which oh, made, yeah. it, made it a great listen, but, at the same time, he he broke a lot of news kind of before Schefter. Um, he was always in the loop, and you could tell he worked super hard. Um, mm -hmm. They let a lot. ESPN let a lot of people go kind of during that era. I, I don't know it why. Was I never because heard. I, the, I don't think it was anything. So the big mass layoff in 2017 was a huge shift in the company because of the presidential change and change at the yeah. head of the company, and you see that uh, at least once a decade for ESPN when new management comes sure. and they pivot one way or the other. They're going younger, they're going older, they're going left, yeah. they're going right, and, they're center. ESPN you know. is the monster of sports. We all know it. And I don't think it was a any personal, you know, anything no. personal because the guy yeah. gave him just great coverage and great content. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that... <laughs> that this is sports center commercial is obviously legendary and um, really brilliant. And, you know, the fact that a guy that was a newspaper writer and a radio guy had the charisma and the uh, openness to go with a segment like that to like pretend that he lives with his mom and stuff. It was great. And yeah, he'll be missed and never forgotten for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just every time you saw him come on, you were like, yep, here comes some stats. I don't even know how to look up and a good take and not backing down from a, uh, Salisbury's, Salisbury's kind of nonsense, fully boring ass. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, love the guy. R.I.P. John Clayton. Yeah. Well, Malcolm, how do you feel about uh, John Clayton's unfortunate passing and his oh, yeah, legacy? Pretty, you know, pretty much summed it all up. Um, he's one of those legends. Like if ESPN, you know, even though it's like kind of like the Death Star, like the Goliath now, it used to be like the liberal tiny business you know mm -hmm. and at that point with that energy those older people um they him he's part of that same legendary group to me of those um like Stuart scott and all those people from that era that were just so professional so diligent but then also brought a little bit of themselves and their character to their journalism and their takes yeah so just to see him go it's just like another one's gone yeah. you know another great is gone um and i'm glad he i'm glad he graced us with all of his takes 
Olympics and what he did on ESPN, you know, it's the reason why we um, enjoy the sport is because it's a, it's, it's the way that he can decipher the sport and deliver it to us. Yeah. Um, to me is like at an all time high and it'll never be forgotten. Never. And he was kind of one of the first, like Tiny was saying, one of the nerdy kind of nerd core guys that was coming in. Like now Analy- you have, you know, analytics. you're, you have ton of analytic analysts and reporters. I mean, you know, to a degree, you know, you have John Clayton and others like him paving the way for your modern day, you know, Mina Kimes and Pablo Torres and, yeah. you know, Bill Barnwool and uh all the like clayton yeah he came on the show with his own take and i'm not saying anyone doesn't but you know of course yeah. some some st- statisticians or you know producers or whoever will kind of maybe put a former athlete in the right direction and yeah. maybe you know there's teleprompters we all know that but i feel like clayton just like came on there he's like i'm ready like, yeah I it was never just a defects championships take yeah 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 no it's it was a sad loss but we will always uh you know remember kind of the 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 intro to analytics that he was kind of the first wave of but uh sad loss but we will continue to uh think about him moving forward and we will continue to keep you guys updated on all things nfl offseason as they continue to move forward into free agency and we also still have the march madness happening next week we will be back with a final four preview and our picks for who we think is going to win the title out of the final four uh it's right now it's really interesting games happening uh hope you check out the second half of the sweet 16 action uh and hopefully the entire elite eight as well it's been a really fun tournament so far and also yeah we got some hockey action coming up too me and malcolm been watching uh malcolm's my malcolm's my western conference guy and i've been watching nhl playoffs nhl playoffs right around the corner there's there's been some uh some and it's going to be exciting so look for that we definitely have to have an nhl off topic soon and we've got the nba as well uh and all the drama that comes with it from the miami fan who had his player and his coach nearly get into a fight last night but you know that's miami that's what (laughs) we do it's the culture it's the culture haslam wanted to fight I mean, Gary Payton almost killed Dwayne Wade in 2006 in the playoffs. And then you had LeBron bump Spolstra's shoulder in 2012 or 2010 or whatever. Is Haslam just a version of Florida man, but like... Yeah, not the like he's swamp not he's guy, active like the on the team. Athlete. He has been in Florida forever. He's played 59 minutes this season. <laughs> he has zero points, but he's just a staple. Man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. He's but 305 for a reason. <laughs> we salute yeah, him. Dude. And hopefully yeah. we'll have Dr. Jim back with us and get his take as well on the final four. Uh, and then we'll have some MLB talk in the future as well as we get into spring training. But as always for the Sports the show. I'm DJ Pat Nasty, and I'm here with Tiny and Malcolm Marzette. And we will catch you guys next time on the Sports the Show. Middle of January. January. All sunburnt and shit. You know what I'm saying? Gotta put the bubble out. Just got back from Guatapé. Wow. Que Dios lo bendiga y se lo multiplique. How many different time zone every release date? I do that. And a Benzel cheesecake, smoking pound cake. Your babe probably listen to each tape telling you I sound great. My plate ain't missing a piece of steak. I'm on the prowl, make an ego deflate. I'm I need my match and I need outfit. God's still working on a human being that I can't outspit. Boston Whoa. Dynamics trying to invent a robot I can't outflip. Don't. I had a custom overdose out in Egg Harbor Township. Had a vessel eggshell. I did well and seen the sun. Uh, you talking 8 to 10, well, I was thinking 25, but ha, you a funny guy, now run me the baggage. I used to do the haggling, blood looking like Lenny Kravitz with a Dominican accent. And now a bitch need aspirin if she sleep on me. I gotta take it easy, ain't trying to be the Colombian Easy e Nah, not at all. Yeah, yeah.
200 bands all liquid Got me thinking that I could really vanish in a minute I stick around a little longer I could probably touch a million Without any support from any building Shit as long as my mama smile Yes sir, yes sir Just trying to make my mom smile, dog. That's it, Wow. I'm blind to all of your bullshit. No wonder we making bread. Secret ingredient in my recipe for success was tears of hate shed. You made your bed. Of course you would want to lie. Sing you a lullaby. Trying to throw dirt all over a player name. But the sun wow. shines brighter than you like it to. Man, I ain't here to be likable. I like it most of you to compost. All of you just recycle. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Ashes to ashes. Now my cash is elastic. You lacking this passion. You only can scrap okay. in my absence. When I'm back, it's back to fasting. Okay. I rhyme it down your click. Two in common on my wrist. Wow. You rhyming words. But the word is that none of that shit exists. Tell me more about the trips you took when you was really home hurt you was at home, I need receipts, bro. let me guess, dog ain't your homework <laughs> I was on the top floor, no shirt, belly out, diamonds doing the two-seat slide You can verify this on my gram, now tell you me, who do you provide? People saying I need a blue check, but Frank Blue like he losing his breath oh, I'm well. frugal, imagine his portfolio if dude got a view on his neck wow. You cupping the boss's nuts in hopes of upward mobility I'm help. giving my sauce to a duck who convinced you with Ryan Phillippe I move with a Jaguar's agility, no longer living in misery I got my piece of the pie, went and bought peace and tranquility. That was 200 bands all liquid. It got me thinking that I could really vanish in a minute. I stick around a little longer, and I could probably touch a million. Without any support could. from any building. Shit, as long as my mama smile. As long as my mom has you, dog. Wow. I'm Gucci. As long as my mama smile. You know she in the villa wow. right now. 200 bands all liquid Got me thinking that I could really vanish really in a minute I stick around a little longer Shit, I could probably touch a million Without any support from any building have no As long as my mama smile Nobody in them fucking buildings Don't know what to do with me Motherfuckers have everybody I'm pulling myself up from my bootstraps I ain't have you know nothing Self-made oh. What the fuck you talking about? Now let me start from the beginning of the story The black man that rose above and attained glory I leave residue with ill with my every trail And only few will live to tell on this endless hell Wake up to the times we live in and you still sleep So when they sleep we still eat My little baddie she a little treat We take vacations for a week It's like all we do is freak She got a model like physique How many secrets can she keep? See all these ideas running through my mind uh. Thinking of new ventures, my performance optimized Mock the acquisition of wealth personified Even if I ever fall short, at least I try Take your elbows off the table, this is fine dining They can't stop when it's your time, we all have our moments All the hard work, they never notice They just see me turning up, but the build up was so imposing Chosen, like Showtime at the Apollo They tell me I'm the GOAT and I'll be like I know Relentless with the way that I approach the canvas Got a fetish for that high grade, I'm blowing gases Looking back at no competition I lapped them Thought you could keep up with me, dog. what happened? Lights, camera, action It's hard to find the caption Had to put a decade in just to gain some traction Way back when, I was like a maniac then Waited mad long and that spawned a chain reaction Worked hard to regain the passion Who knew we'd be entertainers? Cause I got bored with remainders and fractions This around the time I threw my retainer in the trash bin Than to never be known at all, some rather be a has-been Remember catching Headaches uptown was like Aspen At the store at 4 in the morning Trying to get an aspirin Learn lessons during adolescence Battle rapping First time I seen someone rhyme Life was flashing Then I quickly realized what happened Through writing you can achieve the same result And do fighting without scrapping It all started as a hobby yo They fronting on you when you growing your hair out Till your shit is on Fabio Then motherfuckers can't believe it's not butter Slicing through tracks like a rusty box cutter Pulling out the big guns, your whole camp gets splattered Word the big pun, this dream can't be shattered Saw my moms from the stage and waved the Grammy at her Not bad for a kid who learned English watching Family Matters Who would go on to master the syntax They spreading lies as they try to minimize the impact All because I kept my vision intact and they lament the fact that I left and I ain't never went back Always knew I was iller 
people just felt threatened seeing greatness in the package with which they weren't familiar cats mad wild d is royalty you salty been dope since tall t's history will absolve me Classy and less sassy The evolution of the rapping Enough pressure for the holographic The unseeable The stench of blood Money smells aromatic Set up for hoes who loves annies and plan B's Love before the discretion and fantasy uh, A pharaoh's fairy tale come back with me And it's the only place I call home And your silence is platinum precautions Don't cross if you believe in monsters Calculated risk taker A gambler's orphan shekels 300,000 line of credit to betting You count sheep, I count zombies Yo, these are letters for the mind shaft Thanks for waiting on me There's a lot of distance in my poetry Narcissist Riddler, right in front of the mirror John Bless was blank when it nice It's fly, I scrap a sex skit before we exit how the clouds cry the city lights is poetic. It's part of the show, the night shift. Brighter slapping gun sparks with night sticks. Happiest people in my life said if you bold, violence is a touch of likeness. Whoa. This ain't the same, I'm legendary, you just a lame Mainstreamers bit the style and act like they forgot my name When people ask them how, how I'm calling them out Still bubbling, never fell off They check to see if they still got my number Fuck them, recipe to my sauce They need that help with the hustling Longevity, we endurance runners My babe's 2006, the silhouette different Always been the shit, I never yelled about it She let me hit cause I'm legit And I don't tell nobody what she do She anonymous, though I rap about her Up in the morning, watering my flowers While setting some on fire After emptying my grinder You can't fuck with me, just let this be a reminder You can have her back if you find a homie And I ain't hiding her Italian leather chairs in the crib, I can't hold you Views of the ocean while I'm sitting back smoking Move how I wanna, cause my pockets keep growing House in Arizona, did the lemonade mimosa Elevate, gotta go hard, fuck a handout Show you what this life bout, deeper than the internet It was roaches in the house now the whole family blessed I know I can do better So I'm thinking what's next Whip at the fucking whip M at the fucking M I was 19 pulling up and saying that was him Hit the block twice before I parked You know it's politics Still moving like I still work I got a life to live Yeah 
step on the work like a dancing cumbia I got it on my own, I never got it through ya Yeah, I never got it through ya I got it on my own Two-step on the work like a dancer cumbia I got it on my own, I never got it through ya Try outdo ya. I'm trying outdo myself. Find wealth and hit top shelf. Shout to Marcel. Some of my first cutties came to Marcel. Yeah, we all dealt. Shit that y'all felt. And don't pain, but we never y'all swell. I know y'all tell. Full of large shell. If you drop names and you gon' swell. All hell. All hell. Once you kept the real, the bread won't stale Most of y'all frail, my brother in the cell Cause he stood tall, he got no bail All hell, all hell Free cheat, nigga, that's what we y'all yeah All yeah, all yeah Free cheeky dog, that's what we y'all yeah We flip raw, shit is all scale Shit all old like a yard sale, honey more scales, honey more bales, honey more stoves, honey more deals. Two step on the work like a dancer cumbia. I got it on my own, I never got it through ya. Yeah, I never got it through ya. I got it on my own. And yo, two step on the work like a dancer cumbia. I got it on my own, I never got it through ya. I got it through ya, I got it on my own Future wave. 
Brown bag money. Time it is. My mom paints a million dollar landscape. Shorty rock the red thong while she fry the pan steak. Nowadays I'm poor, less trust in a handshake. Cause I know I apply the pressure that they can't take. The moves that they make now is the moves I made for them. With a sign is free agents, I would never trade for them. Should've brought you to the ends, brought you to the state storm. Now I'm South Florida shark fishing in the rainstorm. Used to be 40, son, smoke trees on the steps. Used to siphon the cut, bust freeze for the rep. Used to serve them all cheap, now I need me a check. Used to doubt me back then, I could see the regret. Saw me nothing. Unless I put a squeeze on the neck Hard to breathe in the city Bunch of demons and death Ricochet, hit your leg Make your lean to the left Fin circle right back Try and crease the effect About to drop some new fire This for all the old fans Smoke a blunt, watch the flame on the stove dance Keep a hand, man, we hold hands It's like a romance Springfield in the pocket of the low pants Cold shoulders for some old lovers I was a road runner working with some low numbers Shorty tell her friends like you so humble While these buckets like they spawn to the cold bubble I ain't tryna see no trouble, this a different plan Breathing the night air, feel like a different man Tryna buy some country land with my kids in hand Used to be inside the rum bar, twisted, twisted grass Now we run a business fam, everything legal now I'm just tryna do right, tryna make my people proud Had to lose a couple of them, wish that I could keep them round I be flooded heavy now, make them out the fleet of town Mom paints a million dollar landscape Shorty rock the red thong while she fry the pan steak Nowadays I'm poor less trust in a handshake Cause I know I apply the pressure that they can't take Mom paints a million dollar landscape Shorty rock the red thong while she fry the pan steak Nowadays I'm poor less trust in a handshake Cause I know I apply the pressure that they can't take Or a new law as a few small investments My team was like a crush to me I use y'all for leverage We used to share clothes Now we suit cost the Lexus The line hot They wanna hear the truth on the record Since I blew more The feds got through off direction I'm too smart to catch me in a two-part confession Jail cells grew on the stew profession They want my supplier But he flew off to Texas They identify the bosses through y'all possessions Last two years I've been running through all contestants Four pound of track and shit you off your vests. Back flip a op, blow a shoe over fences. And you ain't get shot, but you caught the mess. I keep it real with everything I do, and everything I say, and everything I love. My only wish was get my niggas rich, hold my family down, and find a plug. I had to turn that one to two, turn that two to three, and turn that two a dub. My only wish was get my niggas rich, hold my family down. To find the plug. Let's go. I went all in with this shit, cause I got caught up in it quick. I drove it back six hours with my daughter in the whip. Ask Bundy, tell you since them state greens, I've been hungry. All this paper on the line, got my nerves all jumpy. Yeah, caught my first case and had to move into my pop's house. That ain't stop shit, I stashed work in my pop's couch. That same year they kicked me out of school, no, I dropped out. Another case, I chopped out. A lawyer and I copped out. Oh shit, I've been known since like the old clips. 16 now,